The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show. The after show! Oh my god. <laughs> as bad as Jonathan does it, and uh, Jonathan has left the stage, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I have to mention, you two couldn't be any further apart on yes, that stage. Yes. There we go. Nobody's it's like wo- flying during COVID, you know? You got the whole road to yourself. Right, right. Uh, from a jam-packed uh, stage to uh, just me and Barry on both ends of it. Uh, it is the after show, and it is Father's Day weekend, and uh, I'm happy to say we are rocking and rolling. So Jonathan's working the sales floor with uh, Nelson and uh, Fabio and uh, but when this comes out, Father's Day is all over, mm. and nobody cares about it anyway, right? Mm. It's like Mother's Day is a big, big deal, deal. Right? yeah. And, and then Father's Day, make yourself something nice. Right? Yeah, although I was, Cook I was the barbecue. I was surprised by the amount of traffic this morning coming into the show. People were out driving the twenty eight right in front of the store. Yeah. There's loads of traffic. You know what? I was interested. So it's it's three days with Nelson Alfonso. High-end luxury products. Yeah. I'm worried about the economy. Gas prices are over five dollars. Food costs twice as much as it did. Mm-hmm. The economy is tanking. People are uh, coming out, huh? They're coming out and they're buying luxury products, which mm-hmm. which I I was a little nervous of it. It was like bad timing. I wish this was last year and Nelson was but here yeah. when people were spending like let crazy. Me, let me ask you this: Is it the normal customers who buy that product, or are you seeing? Oh, obviously Father's Day. Normal yeah. people too, because. Mm-hmm. Nelson Alfonso's in town, right. so they want to see him and whatever. But also the customer that's coming in, and this is no cheap date. I well, mean, they're spending. The firecracker makes a difference, that too, too, right? Because that that's a price point that anybody yep. can afford. So perfect storm. Yep. Nelson, the firecracker, uh, and all that. So uh, it's interesting. We're getting ready for the trade show, me and Ed Sullivan. Yeah, he's got the smoking room. It's like yeah. a mandate. Hmm? Yeah. A mandate. Not a mandate, Indeed. but okay. it's a mandate that I beat it. Uh, you know, some people <laughs> might be jealous by that. Yeah. And um, looking at it, this is when some moves happen in the cigar industry. You, you look at these, and there's like the October surprise. That is the, the, the June surprise right. that so, happens before the trade show. And one is, uh, which we say on the on our show, that uh, the acquisitions, we guess what they are in advance. And uh, can I give myself a bell? 100%, because you traveled into the time machine, and you nailed this. You called it. I called it. Yeah. Uh, room 101 goes to STG, Scandinavian Tobacco, which is General Cigar um, and Forged. Forged. Yeah, I can never mem- remember. Yeah, horrible name. So General mm. Cigar is, is who we get Macanudos and stuff yeah. from. And they split off 
and they started another company, although it's the same company, mm-hmm. and they took some of their brands and they put it there. So, so double it's, penetration, maybe? Is that? Hey, hey, hey. Is it meant to, meant to be more boutique-y in a well, way? Well, so it's embarrassing when somebody wants to be a grandpa or talks about <laughs> sex stuff. <laughs> There's nine years difference here, just so grandpa. you know. So if, if Room 101 went... What they sent it to Forge. I I think there's a little something to what you're saying of what's the difference between Forge and General Cigar. They're trying to make it look boutique, but we're talking about yeah. the biggest corporation there is in the cigar industry, Scandinavian Tobacco Company, mm-hmm. billions of dollars, uh, major corporation, um, and Matt Booth, who's the owner of was the room, owner of Room 101, yeah. uh, sold off to them. Yep. And uh, with supposedly, with, I'm staying on. Now, I've I've heard that before, and he may have every intention to stay on. The question is, are they going to keep him hanging on? Right. Was it part of the deal? Like, all right, we'll buy you out, but you're going to have to stay with us for X amount oh, of years. It almost always is. Yeah. But maybe a few months later, they say, yeah, we, we told you you have to stay for three months. We, but We don't need you. We, um, <laughs> We have your stuff in a box, and we're walking right. out, you know. Right, because uh, usually as part of the acquisition, you'll get a contract yep. for a period of time. And, now, you know, if they want to pay out the contract early, that's their prerogative. And I love Matt Booth. You know, 13 years in the industry, fun guy to be around. Has it been 13 yeah, years? fun guy to be around, fun guy to drink with. Does he still have the popularity that he had 10 years ago? No. 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 Is he a corporate guy? No. no. Absolutely no. <laughs> Absolutely no. So Matt's story starts that Christian Aroa brought in some cool kids mm-hmm. in there. And um, it was happening across the industry. It was a thing of, you know, we need the cool factor. We need the cool factor. Mm-hmm. And he takes a jewelry guy yeah. and Room 101 Jewelry, which I believe he still owns. Yeah. It, that was not part of the acquisition. Okay. So he says... Okay, um, you'll come on and you'll be my um, cool kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, what happens is, and um, Christian Aroa, Camacho, sells out to Davidoff Corporate. Yeah. Oh. And um, they go there. And Christian might be the president of Davidoff. I believe they promised that. I, Mike Cusano, they promised, promised him to do it. And both of them were out in less than a year. Not that they chose it. That's the way it goes. Uh, who knows the story behind it? And there's, there's too much I know about it. But yeah. now Room 101 is part of the Camacho package. And Davidoff, after a while, says, no. Uh Actually, go. Mm-hmm. We're not even going to keep him one on one. Free. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're free. So now he goes really for the first time is completely by himself. So you can say Camacho, Christian Rowe, was a family owned and operated company mm-hmm. sold to the corporation. Now you take uh, Room 101 that started off with a family company and distributing it for it, now goes to the corporate distributing for you, much like Mike Herklotz is right now, right? Yep. And now then he's off on his own. I think when you say, is he as popular as he was before, he didn't have the Davidoff machine behind right. him. 
very powerful machine with reps across the country and all that. So take that away. And of course, oh, you're on your own. Net, net, maybe he made, made, did better. Who knows? Although, you know, what's interesting, Davidoff sort of went down that path a little bit with back to back. Okay, let's associate cool with that and yep. get our graffiti artists. Yes, and, yes. How's that going? The the back to back. So there was Room One Hundred One did the big payback. payback. The big payback was against Christian Arella. Mm-hmm. He comes out with Asylum, and then yeah. they come out with the big payback against them. He sold out on me and whatever. Yeah. Who knows? You know, whatever. End up going there. I didn't like it at all. Now it was. You know, one slam and the other one, and I'm like, I, I hate this. We never took it on, and we never mm-hmm. took it on because of that. And I'm, I like both guys. I'm not pl- playing in this uh, bullshit. Yeah, this whole thing, though, is it's kind of cyclical because in 2017, Matt Booth leaves Davidoff. In 2018 or 19, they now did Matt Booth leave Davidoff? Or Davidoff would be, well, it, it says that he, he chose not to renew his contract. Okay. Whether only, right. only the two parties know. Yeah. So anyway, he's gone and he's, he's off on his own because he didn't want the corporate life. Right. And but then they go and they hire the graffiti guys mm-hmm. back yes. to back. Yeah. And it's cyclical. So yes. you know, you know, Matt Booth is now gonna be reforged and, in five years from now, probably a lot less. It's gonna be somebody different. And do you look at Mike Kirklotz's, okay, yeah. now they got the cool guy. Mm-hmm. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he kind of replaces the the graffiti guys. Yeah, even the graffiti guys are still there, and it's a different marketplace. Yeah, but it's corporate trying to latch on to the cool factor or be able to have that customer that would never smoke a corporate brand, mm-hmm. right? This, the, you know, these people, right? Oh, yeah, that they're not going to smoke a corporate brand. It's all about family. Um, but okay, we got a cool guy here. He has a family, um, so because Matt Booth didn't find a distributor Matt Booth sold out mm-hmm. this is a complete sellout of the brand that um, you know they, he works for them and they, he, maybe whatever he's going to end up doing with them it's certainly not going to be I'm the owner of Room 101 because he's not yeah and, and I, I firmly believe the real reason for the acquisition is you know he has a lot of these brands that are exclusive to a catalog right now and now they have full there's no more middleman so now they, they just increase their profit margin and there's a lot of them. Yes. I think uh, by a rough count, it was somewhere between five and nine. Okay. And, you know, I think what happens a lot is when the bigger guys take out a smaller company, the smaller company had their own deals in place for mm-hmm. tobacco. Mm-hmm. And now the big company says, well, we have tobacco. So invariably, the product changes. Yeah. Right? They're re-blending it. And, of course, yeah. it's not the same because it's yeah. not the same people making it. But so how do some of these guesses... Common, I say educated guesses mm-hmm. because you see Cigars International with catalogs yeah. that, that, that they handle, uh, which is owned by General Cigar, Scandinavian Tobacco. All of a sudden, this little boutique brand that's mm-hmm. not in a whole bunch of stores has a whole bunch of private labels with them. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. they put their foot in the water right yeah, here. They're, they're seeing they, what kind not, of returns they get. Of course. Yep. They're not doing this. Uh, to help the guy out. They're not doing this. They're testing something. And it's probably a year or so ago that they said, okay, let's begin this process. Um, we're interested. And, you know. Yeah, the dance usually takes quite a while. Yeah. Um, and then it gets announced, and it gets announced right before the trade show. Coincidence? Absolutely I, not. I, because it's a trade show they're not going to be at. So now they yes, get Yes, they the- are. 
The, STG's uh, STG's not going to be there. But Room Ma- 101 is. One will be there. But it gives down STG. All right. We're not talking about the trade show. We're now talking about STG and Room 101. Right. So it gives them some attention. And then now this, this thing could have been three months ago, but they chose to release it now. So they become the topic of conversation. So there's the big four that aren't going to the trade show. Davidoff. Who's going to trade show? Because Michael Herklotz is setting a booth up there and then the distributor of it. Yeah. Um, Scandinavian Tobacco, General Cigar, they're not going to the trade show, but Matt Booth is, <laughs> and it's owned by Scandinavian Tobacco. <laughs> so um, the interesting thing is we still have Altadas not going uh, and Swisher, uh, Drew Estate, not going. And there's still time. We still got a few weeks <laughs> of some acquisition to say, okay, we're not going, but these guys are. It's the same thing. If David Garofalo, two guys smoke shop, decides not to go to the trade show, but David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority goes to the trade show, right. two guys smoke shop went to the trade show. Yes. <laughs> Come on, will yeah. you? <laughs> you know, going back to the whole business point, you, you announce it's, it's, what is it? It's three weeks before the trade show now, yeah. maybe four. There are some people that have never met a Room 101 rep in their life. There are some people that have not had a contact uh, right. businesses. But now their their uh, forged yeah. rep comes in, and they're putting in an order for Room 101. Yeah. That's now less money that they'll spend at the trade show on the competition. Mm-hmm. So it's strategically planned in my mind. There's brands within Forged that were just catalog brands. Yeah. And I thought to myself, they got no chance. There's nobody taking mm-hmm. diesel in their store. Right. Nobody. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, a whole bunch of store takes in diesel. Yeah. So they, they didn't know, maybe, mm-hmm. or uh, I don't know what the sales pitch would be, but I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I never thought that would have worked. And um, again, you have lots of mom and pop family manufacturing yeah. businesses that are there with a handout trying to sell something. And the big bad wolf comes in and says, okay, now you'll take it, yeah. or you'll take it because you need 80 facings in your store in order to get this carrot, Right. and here's the eight, this is one of the 80 facings. I'll, I'll do room 101 because that's kind of a... Um, boutique-y. It's, it's not boutique It's the largest cigar manufacturer <laughs> yeah. in the world. Right. <laughs> okay, so it's not boutique anymore. No. Nor is it, oh, I know that guy, Matt Booth. Well, it's not his anymore either. Yeah. Oh, he works for the company. Works for the company so they don't need him anymore. Yeah, so you think they need him for their corporate, whatever, what position, whatever he got? Marketing director yeah. or, okay. Did, or so, branding or something along those is lines? He a, is he a marketing director? <laughs> Did he ever do marketing? Did he go to school for marketing? Is he a marketing director? So, I, I would, I, I'm going to say yes because his jewelry business. He's a jeweler. That's his primary business. Yeah, that's his primary business. I mean, he's got a lot of famous contacts for his jewelry. So he's done a good job marketing his jewelry company. So he does have that background to a degree, but cigars, I've always looked at it as more being a hobby for him. He's he's so fun and he's such a character and he's a goofball and he's not a serious creative director is his official creative. Title. Yeah, creative. He, do you, would you creative? Okay. <laughs> That's actually a better title, yeah. because is he a business person? He works in a corporate, the largest cigar, yeah. largest tobacco company in the world. Right. So let me ask you this, then. All of a sudden, there's, let's call it, a shit ton of money 
behind Room 101. What do you think the deals look like at the trade show? Do you try to push that really hard to get some new customers at the trade show? Maybe the first year they say, let's see. Maybe we're just going to get some anyway. And after the trade show's over, listen, there's a thing called blood in the water. Right. And that is, like, people talk about the the last day of the trade show. Wow, nobody goes the last day of the trade show. The smart people go on the last day of the trade show, especially if the trade show went bad. Yeah. Because whatever the deal is on the piece of paper, I'm here to tell you, changes on the last day of the trade show if it went really bad. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, I'm thinking about, here's what I'll do for you. Ba-boom, and they're trying to close the deal. And I've got some unbelievable things on well, the last day. And probably fewer people to contend Of course. With, so nobody's nobody there. You should probably just go on the last day. But let me t- Right? <laughs> I, I know some people that would only go on the yeah. last day. The real big guys at the, at the time... Um, that was it. They would fly in on the night before the last half day <laughs> and say, that's it. Let's go shopping. In other words, there's blood in the water. You get it done quicker with fewer people around. But too. it was about the deal. Yeah. yeah, especially this year, I think it's going to be very, very flat. And if you're a bigger store, you're going to have the strength to write your own deal. It's going to be interesting because we were just inches away from we can't get things up two months ago, we're talking about we can't get product. And but now there's too much product. Way too much product. Don't you hear what Barry's saying? You have the strength to write your uh, own deal. It's called a segue. It's time <laughs> for incredible feats of strength. Brought to you by Camacho Cigars. For six decades, Camacho have been working hard to build the best damn cigar around. And they have gotten through it all by sticking to their vision. The strength to do anything they set their hand to. Camacho Cigars. And this week's Feast of Strength is John Holtum, and uh, it's called Got Cannonballs. Huh. John Holtum was a Danish strongman and sailor who built a sizzling physique on the dock. Who writes this stuff? <laughs> John. <laughs> sizzling physique on the docks and parlayed it into the history books by catching cannonballs. And it- hopefully he doesn't ever start a Newton's Cradle by getting tagged in the junk because he's a most certainly made of brass. This is almost asylum. Yeah. You would, have, you would have done it a little different. Yeah, like how many did he catch? How much does is a this cannonball the, weigh? Is this the guy in the world? The, what was that? Sports World? Oh, the TV show? Yeah. Wide World of Sports. Well, how does he and, catch And the guy these? catches the cannonball. You never saw it before? He catches it and his whole body yep. shivered huh. when he would catch the cannonball. Wide World of Sports, Sports. you don't remember yeah, that? Yeah, I remember that. The I guy that caught the cannonball. the skier bouncing down the hill. Yo, the one guy catches a cannonball in, in his stomach, like, boom, and his whole body shakes, mm. but that's it. It, it doesn't so knock him over. Big fat guy? He was kind of fat. Yeah. Just padding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder so, if this is him. No, he. that was so long ago, he's got to be long dead from some sort of stomach issue that he had, right? Yeah. yeah. So... As usual, you're going to go to PCA and see who's hanging around with whom, right? That's Absolutely. How. You say, oh, that's interesting. Those right. two are talking a long time over there. It even happens the two are in the elevator and they get out for the same floor. And then <laughs> I'm like, okay. Dave, I don't think sexual stuff. I say business <laughs> is going on, but you never know that. He's been dead for over 100 years. He was born in 1845. Okay. So that's the guy. <laughs> yeah. That's the guy. Cannonball, what was his name? Uh, he was known as the Cannonball King, John Holtham. Mm-hmm. John he was Holtham. born in 1845. All right. The Cannonball King. So he wasn't on White World of Sports. I think he was. I, I think, think it was a black and white, white little 
clip. Clip. Oh, yeah. it was a clip. It yes. wasn't a live thing. No, no, no. It was no. a little clip at the beginning of every episode. Oh. Stop Googling like really find grainy that. Yeah, it was yes. either Wide World Sports or Sports Spectacular, which was the CBS, but I do remember what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Uh, so, well, big congratulations to Matt Booth. In a short period mm-hmm. of time, you're saying mm-hmm. a dozen years or so? Yeah, uh, 13 years in the cigar industry, left Davidoff in 2017, relaunched his brand. And, and that went, quick. And that the only other person out. I think pulled that off that, that fast, uh, maybe Christian Aroa, maybe Mike Cusano, and now Matt Booth. Yeah. Uh, more to come. More to come. Oh, definitely. And uh, do I do I dare make a prediction before the show of the of the next one? Is it possible yeah. a, a next one would happen? I don't think it happens in the next three weeks, but no. I think it happens this year. And how about this crazy one? Got a, got a second crazy one to throw out at you. Leaf by Oscar. Mm. Gurkha and Leaf by Oscar. Who buys Leaf by Oscar? Scandinavian, both of them. Wow. Huh. Because, because the new owners of the Altadas thing that want to do it, yeah, but... It makes sense. Forge is looking to get younger. Although Leaf by Oscar could be something that... Uh, Drew Estate could do because right. it's kind of yeah. wacky, right? Yeah. A little bit of wacky. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll see how it ends up going next week on the Cigar Authority. We're digging into Dave's humidor. I'm going to do a. I'm going to spend a week actually doing an inventory. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I can pull a whole show off on this. So maybe you guys will look at your inventory. Uh, Gary's will take two <laughs> seconds. I won't be here. Oh, Ed Sullivan's I, not here. I don't have a lot of inventory either. I All smoke right. them as I buy them. Yeah, I got right. six cigars in my humidor right now. <laughs> All right, bring a look. And, and, and it's a weekend coming, so it'll be <laughs> yeah. zero. It'll be zero. All right, see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.